The coronavirus is here, and by the look of things, you might think that your business might not be affected by the spread. But there's a huge possibility that it could be. Kim Polly, managing partner at Instinctive Partners Africa, will today give us a few tips on how we as small businesses can better be prepared for the virus should it spread and how we can best mitigate the risks. Instinctive Partners Africa is a business communications consultancy with expertise in reputation, influence and communication. Hi Kim, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on today. So Kim, how can small businesses best mitigate the spread of the coronavirus in their businesses? Well, to be honest, in the same way that big businesses can, this really is about trying to create resilience in your system as a business and no matter how big or small you are, the, the same principles apply. As distinctive, we recommend that our clients follow a five-step business resilience approach to COVID-19. The first step is, of course, putting their people first. Businesses need to educate their staff, to communicate frequently, implement screening procedures in line with the NCID and WHO protocols. It's not expensive to do. A small business can very, very easily implement these. It's a set of questions that they can apply, temperature taking for new visitors to their business. I would also strongly recommend that in a small business, you often don't have a lot of employees, but at least appoint one person as the custodian of all coronavirus-related information. So people have a fact-based point of contact if they're concerned. The next is, no matter what the size of your business, We're all servicing a particular sector. All our businesses have a particular way of working and particular customers and markets they serve. And as a result, they each have a unique set of challenges or risks that they they may face because of COVID-19. So they need to do some scenario planning. If they're not sure how to do it, it might be worth investing in a partner of some sort who can help them work through that. They also need to look at their supply chain. Where, if, if you are getting product in from somewhere that adds your portfolio and selling it on, where are you getting it from? Because if it's a red zone for coronavirus, probably going to see some lag in that supply chain. So is there an opportunity to consider sourcing elsewhere, maybe sourcing within your own local economy? I think it's also very important, step three for us, is to manage expectations. Communicate consistently, clearly, and without panic to your customers and stakeholders. Customers want what they want when they want it, So communication is important, but you may also need to consider how to incentivize customers to stay. So retention strategies around pricing or discounting. The next I would recommend is play your part. As a business, you're in a community. You may be in a better position to assist maybe a small local school by buying hand sanitizers or um, helping with information. I think in South Africa, We really are focusing on on how we help each other. We've got a good sense of community. I think that's an important part for both you and your employees. And the last thing is to practice. Think of each scenario. Practice how your business would respond to it. Make sure that you have cash allocated to how you would manage each scenario as well. So simple, five steps, but very effective. Kim, should employees have to work at home, what would the best way to keep the communication? We're already seeing employees work from home very regularly in South Africa. Small businesses often take advantage of mobile working. In fact, even in large businesses, you know that in most workdays, only 40 to 50% of the desk space is utilized. So working from home, 
is an option if you feel that you are someone who is perhaps immune compromised. Maybe it's good to, to um, self-isolate at home. However, we do have an issue. In my area today, we have load shedding. When load shedding hits, my fiber goes down and my cell signal becomes almost zero. So the ESCOM factor does impact the ability for South Africans to work from home. In fact, I don't know if you read the state of the small business report that Worldwide Works on Zero released at the end of last year. They say that small businesses are, while a lot of them do have internet connectivity, more than 43% of them said the connection was not reliable. So if you're working from home, how are you going to be connected to your business, connected to your customers? So there, there are wider challenges for us. So now businesses do not want to lose out on revenue during this period. So how can they keep business as usual and make sure that they're actually not losing out on any form of revenue? I think that there is a unique opportunity for us to consider how we build our own local economies in South Africa. Traditionally, we source externally for cheap goods and sell on, especially small businesses. Perhaps there are local value chains that we can access or ignite, which will help local economies grow. If you think in Gauteng, how large the economy just in Soweto is, so perhaps there are traders there who you're able to source parts of your product from rather than going further ashore. Kim, what can those small businesses that receive stock from China do during this period to ensure that they're actually not running at a loss? So... My understanding is that many of the factories are now once again working at 90% capacity. That's the latest information that we have. So production is starting again. We haven't been hit by the gap from the lag in production over the last few weeks. That's probably going to come to our shores. So for small businesses, I would say they need to practice strategies that look at other particular parts that they need to, to ration. Are there particular products that perhaps don't sell as regularly, that they don't actually put the parts together to create that product, but save them for other products that sell on more. So it really is just about looking for efficiencies in your system and looking for to maximize what you make most margin on and to hold back on maybe some of the fulfilling some of the orders for stuff that is less profitable for the business, just to build some resilience into your operations. Epic thank you to Kim Polly, Managing Partner at Instinctive Partners Africa, for the much-needed tips during this period.